Hello and welcome again. I am Pastor Deborah and I am here for you with another wonderful word of encouragement, a spiritual teaching video that will help you to learn more about yourself, what your ears are hearing, and what the meaning of words are. Words can come to you in pictures, music, art, fairy tales, and from videos even on YouTube. Words are containers of blessings or curses. They are spiritual. They can be spoken to you in your dreams, in your spirit, by others, by your own self in your subconscious, by one of your many disassociative parts. Maybe they're spoken to your spirit from an outside source or from an inside source. Words are important. And this video, this word of encouragement is going to help you to understand coding. Words, numbers, and the value they have to you. So welcome. I'm Pastor Deborah. I have no green screen behind me, so I'm probably fuzzy. My hands could point and disappear into the video. I've tried them all, don't like any of them. I just like setting up my motion video. This one is from Pixabay. I'll put this video through Wondershare for more of video editing. I'll add music, special effects, transitions. I have a beautiful video for you to learn by, even though I can't be with you in the natural. My ministry now is more spiritual through videos. They will outlast me long after I'm gone. Probably even go to Mars for those people and the moon and beyond. So this word of encouragement is going to ask you a question. Is your God perfect? Has his words been tried, tested? Have they been put through the fire, the ringer, so to speak? Are they long lasting? Are they eternal? That's our question for you today here on this number six video of 2024 for you and we're going to be working out of the authorized King James Bible that's the one I use because it has no commentaries just a straight Hebrew Aramaic Greek maybe Latin translation King James was a wonderful king of England Scotland and Ireland he was the nephew of Queen Elizabeth I his mother was Catholic. Mother, Mary. her name was Queen Mary of, and she had been the first wife of Henry VIII. Well, King James was brought up by a Protestant teacher, and he taught him all the languages, but he taught him to be dependent on for interpretation from the Holy Spirit, because James learned that no human interpretation is valid is eternal or spiritual. And he learned that when he got into England as king. There was something called the Bishop's Bible. They were leftover Catholic priests. They had a horrible translation. And then there was something called the Geneva Bible, which were written by, we'll call them 
pilgrims. There were Cromwell's people who didn't like majesty or royalty or kings. They didn't like glory and gold and jewels. So they wrote a Bible that was very black and white. And you see them in their dress when they were black and white when they came to America. They were called pilgrims. So neither one of those was what King James had learned. So he pulled all of those scholars together, said, you write me a book. Translate just the words, no commentaries, no additions. And what out came was the authorized King James Bible in English. I don't know if you studied, but many translators had started as Catholic priests. And they were from different countries in Europe. And they wanted to translate the Bible into the common language for their people. Well, they got burned at the stake because one of Satan's, the adversary of God in his words, tactics, was to lock up and keep control of the word from it getting to the common people. Because if it got to the common people and they began to understand it, they would learn a lot about the Catholic Roman Catholic Church and how they were being manipulated and they were being controlled, brainwashed, And they were kept in ignorance and darkness. So there's wonderful stories about the translation of the King of the Bible into common languages. Some of them are John Huss. Um, then there's one called John Wycliffe. Then there's one called God's Outlaw. It was William, I think, Tyndale. And all of them are great stories to read about. There's movies on YouTube. I think I have them on the YouTube channel of the Hidden Kingdoms, which you're watching this on. Study history. Study the different Bibles, the books. Study the different religious books, the books by the prophets, Confucianism, Buddhism, Taoism, Islam. Study, study, study. Read the history of the men, the people who wrote it. Study Mormonism, Scientology, study. It's all out there if you will learn and take time. Get out of entertainment, get off the television, get out of those dramas, study historical dramas, study. There's a lot on YouTube for free. Study, read. It's all out there for you to learn. So here in this word of encouragement for you, number six of 2024, what's my question to you? Is your God perfect? Has his word been tried? And we're going to answer that question. We're going to go to Psalms. It's a book in the Bible written by King David. He's going to help us to answer this question. Well, let's first open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that is eternal. Your word that comes down in codes and messages, something like this. And it comes down unseen, like in a computer. But each word, each number, each code is a word that's eternal. Father, thank you for this wonderful motion video from Pixabay to help us to understand Even use the movie, The Matrix, the trilogy, to understand coding, words, and how it interacts with us spiritually and in our mind. Help us to understand how words are tried and tested 
and how they can be proven truth or as lies, deception. Father, help us as we open up our spiritual heart and mind to you that your Holy Spirit will be our teacher. He will be our master teacher to teach us spiritual things. So help us as we watch this video and we see the codes coming in. Help us to understand ourselves and you, words and their importance to us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We're going to begin in Psalms 18, 30 through 36. Psalms is a big book in the Bible. It was written by King David, the second king of ancient Israel. He followed King Saul. He was a poet. He was a writer. He was a singer. He had been a shepherd. And then he got anointed as king. After many years under the training of King Saul, King David was a really fierce warrior. At that time, Israel needed to see an example of a warrior king. And that's who David provided. But he also provided us with the image of one who was a songwriter, who was tender, who loved, who had a special relationship with his God. But at that time in ancient Israel, there were enemies to be fought. The peace was not yet there. And how you can also take this deep into yourself is with your spirit and your soul. Your soul is an enemy to your spirit. It's lust of its flesh and its eyes and its desires. It has been downloaded with codes, words, pictures of darkness and ignorance, lust and greed, lies and deception. It is an actual enemy to your spirit, which is a baby, sort of like ancient Israel coming out of Egypt. And you need a king in there to help fight against the enemies of your spirit. That's sort of how it works when you look at the Bible. David is many different things to us. He represents the king, which should be our spirit, a warrior, one that has to do battle within himself against his own soul. But he had to have a relationship with his God. So that's sort of David, and he wrote this about to help us understand his God, the God of ancient Israel and of Israel today, the God of the Jews. And he asked us this question, is your God perfect? Has his word been tried? So let's go to Psalms 18, 30 through 30. Verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. That means true, pure, correct, righteous, lawful, not deceiving, not bewitching. So David is telling us that his God, his way is perfect. It's true. That his Lord, that means owner, his master, his way is tried, it's tested, it's proven righteous, correct, good. He is a buckler, that means a fastener, stays steady to all those that trust in him. David never really met him 
personally. He did not have the Holy Spirit with inside of him yet. But his soul and his spirit were seeking him. He could hear his voice. He understood this God. Verse 31. For who is God? This creator. This self-sustaining life. Who can save us? Besides the Lord. Or who is a rock? Solid and foundational. Who can save us? Except him. Who else is there besides him? Our God. So David is defining this God. First, before you can understand anybody's words, whether they're good or bad, blessings or curses, whether the codes coming into your ears, your eyes, the sound of music is good, you must determine the heart, the spirit of the person sending the music, the words talking to you. Are they words of spirit? Are they coming from the soul? Are they coming from their spirit or another spirit inside of them? So you have to look beyond the words. So David is telling us, I'm looking to my God. His ways. He is the Lord. That means owner and master. And I know they have his words as his codes. They have downloaded into me. I have seen them in action. I have trusted them. They have been tried in my life, in my circumstances, and they have been proven righteous. That means right, correct. They have been proven good, strong, buckler, a fastener. They help me to stay steady when I trust in his word, which is him. So then David tells us in verse 31, he says, Who is this God that I should trust in? That his words are true and perfect and a buckler, fastener. This creator, this self-sustaining life. He says, it's the Lord. Who is a rock and a solid foundation. And there is none like him. There is none other but him. Verse 32. It is God, King David says, that spiritually girds, holds me up, strengthens me with spiritual strength and spiritually makes, orders, guides, shows me the way, the steps to go, the decisions I need to make, the circumstances And what they're about. And they are always perfect. Guiding me. In righteous ways. That are good. And always on the right path. Words. Are guides. They help you walk a path. They can be tried and tested. If you follow them. And things happen. They're not words of truth. They're not words of this God. Verse number 33. He, the Lord, King David is telling us, 
this Lord God makes my feet, my thoughts, my concepts, my ideas, and the physical body like hinds of goats, like goat's feet. They're steady on the rocks. They can jump and climb mountains. They are strong on the cliffs. And they can jump and they do not fall. And sits. He will place me and put me upon these high places. When you study goats and mountains, they can jump all over. They can get to the top of a mountain. Their hinds feet, they're strong. He is comparing because he saw these goats in the mountains, jumping, getting to high places. So he compared his Lord God and its strength to the hind feet of a goat. God will help use everything, nature, animals, circumstances. We need to have visual pictures, music, sounds. So David would look at nature. And God would speak to him and say, that's what I'm like. Like those hind feet of the goat. They're steady. They're strong. They can climb mountains. That's who I am. Verse 34. He, the Lord God of Israel. Israel actually means prince. Teaches my hands, my ways, my thoughts my concepts, my spirit, to war, to be a king, a special ops, a navy seal, an army ranger, a warrior, a protector, a rescuer, a shield, so that a bow of steel, the enemy's weapons, is broken and destroyed by my arms of strength. There's a lot there that we could teach on. That God is trying to help us in our thoughts to be strong. We have an enemy. He has weapons. And we have to counteract those weapons. What are the weapons? Words. Concepts. Paths. Words can guide us down the wrong path, the right path. Codes, eternal codes coming down into us. Who's the programmer up there? My granddaughter's learning coding. You can code pictures, thoughts. Go watch the Matrix trilogy with Neo. Learn about codes. Learn about how the machines created a world for the mind. That the mind believes is real while their bodies were in little capsules because they were going to be used as batteries. Neo escaped it through Morpheus, the god of the dreams, and Trinity, love. But he had to learn about the matrix, the codes. Go watch it. It will help you. It is a powerful spiritual movie series. God was in it and still is. So he is saying that the God of Israel, and he is still there right now. He is still the God of Israel. 
not only in the nation, but inside of Pastor Deborah. I am a king, a prince of Israel. I am Israel, the prince, the king of the kingdom of heaven. My spirit is. I have a territory to take over. I have enemies in my soul that I have to deal with. That is what this video is about. Verse 35. You, O Lord God, have spiritually given me the forever person, the spirit inside the skirt, the spiritual shield of your spiritual salvation. I was dead to God in sin and trespasses, separated. I was a creature from hell itself. I was a, a child of Satan. I had his DNA, his nature in me, spiritually, in my soul, and biologically. And through death, as I came through the cross, came through Christ Jesus, the old me died. And a new one was birthed out of a tomb. Totally different. So I was separated from God. Forgiveness had to happen. Mercy had to be applied. Against the sin nature. And my disobedience as a traitor. That came through my first ancestor, Adam. In a garden for disobeying. All his sperm was changed, and all of woman's eggs were changed. Holy Spirit left us, and everything was different. We were kidnapped, deceived, taken hostage into foreign territory to become slaves of Satan, the adversary of God. Different codes were put down into us, filled with fire, hate, and jealousy, and lust, greed, and desires. Darkness set upon us spiritually. Down came the codes, the words into our soul. And we were a mess. So David is saying here that the Lord has given the forever person, the spirit part of us. When we become one of his through the cross, he becomes our shield. Our spiritual salvation from death. I get new codes now because it's coming from a new program. And when codes come in or sneak in, a spy, I'm able to go, no, 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 I rebuke you. I've done that a lot with people. I've rebuked their words, their comments. I rebuke television, movies, books. You have to learn how to go, stop. I do not receive you. And your right hand, your word of God, is revealed in the codes. Is spoken out. Is prophesied on earth. And has spiritually held me up. You can see the codes in nature. When I look at a rose, it speaks to me of him. God's own words comes through nature, the weather. Trees, animals. If you're looking, your word of God is released in your word through your codes, through music, 
pictures, nature, the weather, circumstances. And it's spoken out. It's prophesied on earth. And it has spiritually held me spiritually up. And your spiritual gentleness, your tenderness, your love, your mercy, your forgiveness, your joy and peace. Your joy and peace have spiritually made, recreated, rebirthed me spiritually good. I am now a child, the most high God of King David. I'm no longer a child of the sin and the disobedience of Adam. I'm a child of Abraham by faith. I'm one of Abraham's seeds by faith. I now no longer walk the way I used to. It means think. The codes... The coding has changed. The programmer has changed. I'm getting downloaded beautiful things to me now. That is righteous and true and good. Verse number 36. You, O Lord God, have spiritually enlarged, lighted and shown your words, them to me. You have given me new hope, a new future, new spiritual steps to take, new concepts, thoughts, beliefs, new paths to walk that are under me. When Neo came out of the matrix, he had to be rebuilt. He had to have lots of teaching. He was under Morpheus, a master teacher. He had to understand the matrix. And he had to go in and be tested. And he had to be willing to sacrifice his life to save Morpheus. He began learning. Just because you get born again, you have to be under the right kind of teachers. You have to understand so much. Because if not, you are a baby. You'll be taken captive back by politics, politicians circumstances, lust, greed, your soul will still rule you. You still won't understand the new Matrix. In the movie The Matrix, there was one who turned away from the truth because he really wanted Trinity. He was in love with Trinity. He was jealous of Neo. And he wanted riches and glory. And he knew the Matrix was not... He knew the Matrix was not real but he wanted to live in a dream world and believe he was rich and eat steaks and go back into the machines system and just be lay there oblivious he knew the truth and he wanted to turn away from it many of us know the truth about God and yet we go to the voting booth Or we look at other things and we make the other choice. We turn away from righteousness, truth, from the codes that have been downloaded into us. So King David is saying that the Lord, through salvation and mercy, 
He has spiritually enlarged us. He has lighted on us, shown us the truth, provided new codes. It's given me new hope, given us a master teacher, the Holy Spirit. The Bible, which came out of captivity from the Roman Catholic Church, translated to many cultures. But then do you know what Satan did? He developed translation companies to control the translations. He takes out words, puts in different words. So the fight for the word of God goes on. That's why I use the authorized King James Bible, large print. There's no translations. I have to go to the Holy Spirit. I do use the Strong's Concordance, which gives me the Hebrew and the Greek words defined and the Webster's Dictionary. That's all. And then if I don't understand it, after I've written out all the definitions, I go, okay, Holy Spirit, you're my teacher. I'm under you. I'm submitted to you. What does this mean? How does it relate to me? How does it relate to what's going on? Show me. Give me a a visual. I'm a very visual person. If you're looking and seeking truth, God will show you. Don't have to have the Bible. David did not have a written Bible. He had nature. He had stories from his ancestors. And God spoke to him through nature. So David goes on here in verse 36 and says that, Oh, Lord God, you have spiritually enlarged me. You have shown me your paths, your words, your codes. You have given me new hope, a future. And my spiritual steps now, my paths under me, so that my feet will not slip. We will have chances to slip, to fall away. But God's word is tried. King David showed us that. The Bible showed us that. It has been tested. One thing you have to learn that even into eternity after your physical death, the codes of I love you, come home, are tested and proven. Your ancestors did not go into paradise and get 72 virgins. You will not save the planet. The planet is due to be folded up like a garment. There will be wars and rumors of wars. Death is imminent for all of us. But there is an eternal world, a life, spiritual realm, where our forever person goes. The words of codes of spirit and life come out of it. They come from the king. This is his edicts coming through coded messages. It's in all life. It's in trees, water, nature, fire. Angels can sometimes come to us in dreams. They can visualize. I've seen God himself. I have been touched. Went to the Brownsville Assembly of God Revival, 19, June 1995 through 2005. Laid on the floor for two and a half hours under the presence of God, called the Glory Blanket. If you've never had a personal experience with God, I couldn't get it, though, till I went to the altar to get the sin out. I had a lot of it. I was born again at three. But I was a sinful, soulish creature. My spirit was asleep. It's a baby. First, it had to get a bath, 
get cleaned up, get delivered from anything that was evil spiritually in there. Then the hard work began. Truth had to come in. My soul had to arise and grow and feed and eat on the Word of God. I wore out Bibles, reading them, watching. I had to learn about the King and the Kingdom from the Dr. Miles Monroe from the Bahamas Faith Ministries. I watched very little regular TV. I went to no sports, no entertainment. I stayed home, studied six to eight books at one time, watched Christian historical movies. I went to school, Bible school. Almost was an ordained pastor in the Assemblies of God, but that didn't work out because God is not a denominational God. He's an eternal God of the Word. Had to learn about Him. Most people just study Christ Jesus or the prophets. They don't study the Father. They don't study the kingdom. They don't study the Father as a king. They don't know Him even as much as King David did. They don't study the Old Testament in the way that I did. God was a talking God. God was interacting with humanity. He was trying to show us us, who we were, who he was, what the kingdom of heaven was like. But we didn't want him. The chosen race, the Israelites, said, we don't want you. We don't want this invisible God fighting for us, going out, fighting our enemies. We want to be like all the other nations of the world. So God backed away from them. But there was one, King David and others. So God had to work through prophets. He kept speaking. His words of spirit, truth, life, righteousness, mercy, forgiveness. He kept sending and programming us, trying to help us and reach us. But thank goodness one broke free of the matrix, Christ Jesus. So you be encouraged. That is your word of encouragement. There's hope for you. But ask yourself, is your God that you're serving? Has his words been tried and tested? Can they be proven? Will they last into eternity? Let's say you pray to him and you and maybe to a statue, to a saint, to a mother. Maybe you pray to the moon or a prophet or a teacher. What's going to happen to you when you die? We will find it. I will be there. I have been to the throne. I have been to the throne upon people's earthly death. I have seen judgment. I'd rather get you cleaned up now. So when you face it, you're just a baby. Innocent and pure. The old you and all your evil, wicked stuff and ways and thoughts are gone. But if not, we'll deal with you after death. I may have to go into hell and get you. I may have to defend you, plead for you, before the king himself. But I hope we don't have to do that. But I will if I have to. So you be encouraged. You watch this video. You subscribe to the channel. A lot of good teaching. Go slow. Watch the historical movies. Ask God to teach you, speak to you, and learn that he speaks to us. He is the word. The word is him. The word has been sent. It's here on planet Earth. 
It's in nature and in every life form. That's right. So you'll be encouraged here in 2024. And I'll see you again next time on the next spiritual teaching video of Words of Encouragement. Bye. Thank you.